Well, good day, friends and neighbors, and welcome to another episode of Talking Truth Ministries. Today, I want to talk from a simple subject. It's, it's entitled, When God Calls You. When God Calls You. And we're going to be coming from the book of Exodus, chapter 3, verses 11 through 17. I'm going to be coming from the King James Version of the Bible. And it reads like this. And Moses said unto God, Who am I that I should go unto Pharaoh, and that I should bring forth the children of Israel out of Egypt? And he said, Certainly I will be with thee, and this shall be a token unto thee, that I have sent thee. That I have sent thee. When thou hast brought forth the people of Egypt, ye shall serve God upon this mountain. And Moses said unto God, Behold, when I come unto the children of Israel, and shall say unto them, the God of your fathers has sent me unto you, and they shall say to me, What is his name? What shall I say unto them? And God said unto Moses, I am that I am. And he said, Thus I shall, thou shalt say unto them, or the, to the children of Israel, rather, I am, I am have sent me to unto you. And Moses, and God rather, said moreover, unto Moses, thus shall say unto the children of Israel, the God of their, the God of your fathers, and the God of Abraham, and the God of Isaac, and the God of Jacob, have sent me unto you. This is my name forever, and this this is my memorial unto all generations. Go and gather all, go and gather the the elders of Israel together, and say unto them, the God of our, the God of your fathers, the God of Abraham. Of Isaac and of Jacob have appeared unto me, saying, I have surely visited you, and have seen which you have done what has been done, seen which has done done to you in Egypt. And I have said, I will bring you up out of the affliction of Egypt unto the land of the Canaanites, and the Hittites, and the Amorites, and the Perizzites, and the Hivites, and the Jebusites, and unto a land flowing with milk and honey. The grass workers in the flower phase, but the word of our God stands forever. Sometimes when we have encounters with God, friends, he called us to do extraordinary things. In our text, we will see how, Mo how Moses was called by God to deliver the Israelites from, the hand, from, the slave, from slavery and also from the hand of Pharaoh. We will examine the instructions and encouragement that God gave to Moses so that he could walk into his God-given purpose for his life. And we will also see that when God calls us, when God calls you and I rather to his purpose, that he will give us all that we need for the journey ahead. First, we, whenever God calls us, he guarantees us his presence. We see his presence in this way. When Moses and God had this conversation, we see it that God, that God guarantees rather his presence in this way. And Moses said unto God, Who am I that I should go unto Pharaoh and say unto, and that I should bring forth the children of Israel out of Egypt? And he said, Certainly I will be with thee, and this shall be a token unto thee that I have sent thee, when thou have brought forth the people out, brought forth the people out of Egypt, out of Egypt you shall serve God upon this mountain. Moses, like many of us, needed the assurance that God will be will be with him. When he called us to tasks that seemed far too big for us. 
And I'm glad that God guarantees his presence and that he enables us to do things that otherwise we would not be able to do without him. If we were to examine Moses' track record, we would see that he was impulsive, that he was a murderer, and he had a speech impediment, like I do. But God looked beyond what, what Moses didn't have and enabled him to, do, to take on this weighty call on his life. Just as when God calls us, he calls us in spite of our insufficiencies, and he, he guarantees that his presence will be with us. Um, I love how the prophet Isaiah explains how God guarantees his presence when he says, When thou hast passed through the water, thou passes through the water, I will be with thee. Through the rivers, through the rivers, they shall not overflow thee. When thou walkest through the fire, thou shalt not be burned, neither shall the flame neither shall the flame kindle upon thee. That's Isaiah chapter 43, verse number 2. One of the overwhelming promises that God guarantees throughout Scripture is His presence will be with His people, no matter where they find themselves in life. And I want to encourage you today that God will be with you no matter where you find yourself in life. I can recall when I was in college and I began to preach to multiple cultures, and I ended up becoming the president of the chapel for my school. And honestly, it was the, one of the hardest challenges of my life because of the responsibilities that came along with it, like going to meetings and listening to the opinions of others. But God would always remind me that his presence would be with me no matter where I went, and that he would always guide me in the right direction. Secondly, when God calls you or not, he gives us unwavering confidence, unwavering confidence. We see that God giving Moses unwavering confidence in the next sequence of conversations when it's stated, And Moses said unto God, Behold, when I, when I come unto the children of Israel, and I say unto them, The God of your fathers have sent me unto you, and they say to me, What is his name? What shall I say unto them? And God said unto Moses, I am that I am. And he said, Thou shalt, thou shalt, thus shalt thou say unto the children of Israel, I am have sent me unto you. As we can see, when you and I are called by God to operate in His purpose for our lives, we just like Moses can have the confidence that we need to fulfill the mission that on the basis of who our God is. Moses realized that. Well, we must all realize that without God's presence and the confidence that he gives us, we would not be able to fulfill the purpose and our the purpose that God has given for our lives in our own strength. But he will give us everything that we need for the journey ahead. Just as we do when we whenever we choose we are chosen rather to stand for God. I love the statement that God makes when he says, I am that I am which points to God's self-sufficient, ever-present nature, which which lets me know that God, when God calls you and I, he will give us everything that we need for the journey ahead. And just like Moses, we can have unwavering confidence in who, on the basis of who our God is. I wonder if somebody's got about that today. No one knows about unwavering confidence better than our Lord Jesus Christ. What he says in his confidence in the Pharisees goes a little like this. He said, Then Jesus said unto them, When ye have looked up the Son of Man, then ye shall know that I am he, 
that I do nothing of myself, but as my Father hath taught me, I speak these things. And that's John chapter 8, verse number 22. I mean, 28, I'm sorry. Jesus had unwavering confidence, and he knew who he was, and furthermore, he knew his purpose. He knew that he was going to be sent through 42 generations, born through a virgin, sent to redeem, and sent to redeem the souls of many men, women, boys, and girls with his shed blood on the cross for us. And when you and I know where God is taking us in our lives, we cannot help but be confident in him that he will place us his favor upon us wherever we go. You must be confident in God and trust him that he will give you the right direction for what you for his purpose that he has in store for you. And thirdly and finally, when God calls you or not, he guarantees us a promised destination. A promised destination. We see that a we see that the promise of, of a we see the guarantee of a promised destination. The next sequence of conversation with God and Moses in this manner, and God said moreover unto Moses, Thou thou does thou shalt shalt thou say, thus shalt thou say unto the children of Israel, the Lord of our the God of our, of your fathers rather, and of Abraham and of the God of Isaac and the God of Jacob have sent me unto you. This is my name forever, and this shall be a memorial unto all generations. Go and gather the the the, 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 ah, the elders of Israel together, and say unto them, The God of your fathers, the God of Isaac, and the God of Jacob, appeared unto me, saying, I have surely visited you, and I and seen what is done unto you in Egypt, and I have said. I will bring up the afflict, bring you up out of the affliction of Egypt, and unto the land of the Canaanites, the Hittites, the Amorites, the Perizzites, the Hivites, and the Jebusites, unto the land flowing with milk and honey. Now that God has given Moses confidence, the confidence that he needs to fulfill his God-given purpose for his life, he also gives Moses a promise for a place of the Israel for the Israelites called the Promised Land. God wants to remind his people. That he will be faithful to them, bringing them to this particular land, even though the fulfillment would not come until four years after, um, and after the, until forty years later, and then it was after the death of Moses and the appointing of Joshua. Um, these verses remind us how God is continuously faithful to us, even when we are unfaithful to Him. But as we know, we know that God will always bring His words to fruition in our lives. We see this truth and explain the scripture in this way. And it came to pass in the process of time that the king of Egypt died, and the children of Israel sided by the by, by the reason by reason of the bondage. And they cried and, and they cried and their cry came up to the to God by reason of the bondage. And they and, and God heard their cry and reminded and remembered rather his covenant with Abraham, with Isaac, and with Jacob. And God looked unto the children of Israel and had respect unto them. That's Exodus chapter 2, verses 23 and 25. What we see here is that whenever God makes a covenant prompt, a covenant and a promise to his people, he will always bring it to pass in his own time and in his own way. Just as God fulfilled his promise to the Israelites, he will fulfill his promises in due time to us. And we may not see the seeds of our obedience and God's purpose for our lives in our lifetime, we will be rewarded for our faith for by God for our faithfulness in the end. 
we as Christians know that our promised destination is heaven. And that we understand that it's not about the scenery of heaven. It's about the worship and adoration of our Savior, with who, which we will do forever. And my conclusion is simple. Embracing the, call, embracing the call of God on your life may be hard, but it's also rewarding because you see things that people grow into their God-given potential and you see, you see people work, you see people go go to greater heights because of what the Lord is doing through you. But you will also see people walk away and not see the value of what you are doing. But I know that God will reward your faithfulness. And I want to leave you with this thought. Embracing the call of God may not be initially easy, but I believe God will give you everything that you need for the journey ahead. And be not dismayed, whatever betides you. God will take care of you. Beneath his wings of love abides. God will take care of you. I know that he will. Thank you.